Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mini episode where we take a full episode and make it smaller. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Maria is going to be a little bit MIA throughout this episode because she is writing uh, some angry emails <laughs> about ground beef. Uh, to different corporations. No, I'm trying to resend <laughs> my angry email because it was all a mistake. Yes. And it wasn't angry. It was just pointed. It was a pointed email about ground beef or the lack thereof in your grocery <laughs> delivery. It was all a misunderstanding. Yeah, she needs her beef. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maria Beef Beef Scucci. Beef how do I contact Instacart and tell them that the email I just sent them was wrong? Use the same email address. It doesn't give me an email address. It's just like I have to do it through my oh. have other questions. Visit the Instacart help center. If they ever email you back, just be like, sorry, it was a mistake. Or like, whoops, I got hacked. <laughs> I got hacked. <laughs> I just don't want them going to the girl being like, what the hell did you do? But I'm like thinking that it's like some angry dad or something. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, but it I doesn't work like that. Instacart, I don't think Instacart has employees. It's like you're a private, I, like, I could work for Instacart. It's like Postmates. You just sign up and. <laughs> it's so shitty. Allie could work for Instacart. <laughs> I mean, that's a good, yeah. They have people in the store. <laughs> who shop, and then they have the drivers. So I feel like it's a couple different people. <gasps> no, I thought it was one person does it all. I think it's, I think it's one person Someone told me all. that there's a designated person who, like, shops in the store. The Postmates or Instacart picks up the order. Oh, like there's, like, a Ralph, a per, like, an employee in the Ralphs who does the shopping, and, like, yes. there's an employee in the Vons who does the shopping, and then they hand it over to the driver when they pick up. I believe that's how some of them work, not all of them. I could be mistaken, though. Do I give her more of a tip now? That you cost her her job? 
Yeah, but I didn't. What you're saying is, and by the way, I was just, I wasn't like saying you're employee. I just said, hey, like the ground beef that I was told would be in the, in the basket was not there because it's not on the, it's not Put on the, the beef in the basket. <laughs> it's not on the receipt. Where's the beef, right? Where's the beef? <laughs> am I right? Okay. Well, speaking of beef in the basket. <laughs> Today we're doing an episode on um, the death of Brittany Murphy. (laughs) Um, God. um, God. Gone far too soon. uh, The mysterious death of great actress from uh, Clueless, Girl Interrupted, so much more. um, Brittany Murphy uh, died among uh, mysterious circumstances. She and then her husband died, uh, I yeah. think, months later. Melissa, why don't we uh, get into that and we can kind of flip-flop um, and describe kind of what happened in our theories. So, like, her death has always been kind of a mystery to me because I've always heard so many different rumors where it's like, oh, she had an upper respiratory infection or she died of mold or she died of this and that. So, like, I, yeah. we've never really figured out how she actually died. So, hopefully this will uh, give you some insight into what really happened. So, Brittany was born November 10th, 1977, and her parents divorced when she was two, and she was raised mostly by her mom. And her dad, Angelo, was apparently in and out of jail, and he was connected to the mob. Wow. Yeah. And so, she moved to L.A. with her mom because she wanted to pursue acting, and her mom was like, yeah, absolutely. So, like, they sold everything, and they're like, fuck it, let's go to L.A., Let's make you a star. I think her mom had like stage mom vibes. Yes, she did. That's what I've read. She was, they were yeah. very close. Like they yeah. were, they had like a, a borderline codependent relationship is what we'll come to find out later. Yeah. And I have a theory about the mom too, but continue. So she immediately started booking roles. She was a guest star on Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Wow. Blossom and Sequest, Sister, Sister, Party of Five, Boy Meets World. Like, she just immediately started booking things. Yeah. And obviously, her breakout role was Ty in Clueless. And she was 18 when she was in Clueless. Wow, that's crazy that they actually cast teens to play teens. I know. (laughs) What a a world. Yeah. Uh, She was in Girl Interrupted. Great movie. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Don't Say a Word. Um, Eight Mile. She was in Eight Mile in 2002, and she briefly dated Eminem. Wow. How fun. How fun for them. She was in Sin City, um, and she was a voice actor in Happy Feet, and she was in Spun. You guys remember Spun? No, what is that? It's like the drug movie. Did she work in a grocery? Yeah, she worked in like a grocery store or something? doing Something like that. I do remember that vaguely, yes. Yeah, and then she was the voice of Luann on King of the Hill for like 13 years up until... I didn't know that until just now. That's so cool. Yeah, I never really... I watched a few King of the Hills, but like I didn't... Maria, what are you smiling about? I was smiling at what you just said. You said I didn't know that till right now. And then I smiled because you were excited. (laughs) You're happy that you have this new knowledge. I was happy for Allie that she... Yeah. You're living in a post... Knowledge that Brittany Murphy played Luann World. Yeah. I upped her tip, by the way. The Instacart. That's girl, very I nice just of you. Upped it a little bit, just in case you know, Daddy Instacart gets on her case. You know, That's even good. though I emailed Daddy Instacart and I said, "Please disregard my last email. The beef has been found." <laughs> Houston, we found the beef. The beef was found. 
<laughs> so I hope, you know. That's great. Great news. Yeah. Um, Brittany Murphy was also in this movie Across the Hall in 2008. So this movie Across the Hall, I had Adrian Grenier in it. Oh, yeah. And this other guy. It was based off of this short movie that my ex-boyfriend, this guy named James, was in with Adrian Grenier. And they were going to make it into a feature. And they cut out his part and replaced him with like a more famous guy. And he was oh my so, god, really? He was so sad. I feel that's so bad amazing. For him. Yeah, he is. He's not really an actor anymore. That was that was it for him. That's so funny. Brittany was in a band called Blessed Soul with actor Eric Balfour in the early nineties. Wow. And she had a single with Paul Oakenfold in two thousand six called Faster K- Kill Pussycat. Can we try to find one of those songs? The trance DJ. I saw Paul Oakenfold at a rave in Chicago in like two thousand one. Oh Jesus. Faster <laughs> Kill Pussycat. This is gonna be good. I'm into this. So I guess she also, uh, most famously, I think we remember she dated Ashton Kutcher in 2002. Yeah. Because they met on a movie, right? What movie? Weren't they in a movie together or did I make that up? 2002. Oh, was it Eight Mile? (laughs) Was Ashton Kutcher in Eight Mile? What was it? Ashton? Maybe Don't Say a Word? Vegas. No, they were in the Vegas movie. No, that was Cameron Diaz, wasn't it? No, it was, but they got married in Vegas. Just married? Yeah. Yeah, they made that movie together. Um, and assumingly that's where they met. Um, mm-hmm. she was engaged to a talent manager named Jeff Quatnitz. She was also engaged to a man named Joe Macaluso in 2004. He was a PA on a movie she was making, uh, but they, uh, broke up a year later. So she was engaged twice already. Yes, and a serious relationship with Ashton Kutcher and I guess maybe Eminem. So she she really, I guess, uh, loves Dayton. Got around. Got around is not the right term. She was, uh, uh, what is it? Serial monogamous? Sure. Where she was just a girl. Looking for love. Looking for yeah. love. This is what Taylor Swift got mad at Amy Poehler and Tina Fey for, remember? You're right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm the Amy Poehler in this situation. Uh, <laughs> and, the Tina Fey. and the Tina Fey. And then in the early 2000s, people were spreading rumors that she was on drugs because she got so skinny. Yeah. Uh, she denied doing drugs. She said she had a, a heart murmur and was afraid of drugs. First of all, you can get a heart murmur from disordered eating habits, like whether it's anorexia or bulimia that can give you a heart murmur if it's true that you did have a heart murmur. Um, Although I don't know if when they did the autopsy or or eventually if when they looked into it, if she did have a heart murmur. However, if you look at the people that she's dated, Eminem is longtime sober now. So 
Right. That's interesting. I mean, like, assumingly, he was an addict and they were in a relationship together. Mm -hmm. And she's done a lot of movies that have to do with, like, addiction. Girl Interrupted. Girl Interrupted. Eight Mile. Spun. So I don't know. It's may- maybe maybe there's some sort of theme there in terms of like That's interesting addiction and codependency and yeah. things like that. Also, if you're on the rave scene, you know that tends to be oh, a little yeah. bit yeah, just popping next drug fuel. Every night. Yeah. So I mean, that is something to consider. Um. Anyways, Melissa. Then what happens when she meets Simon Monjack, the greasy, <laughs> the greasy guy? <laughs> so she married this British screenwriter, Simon Monjack, in 2007, and Brittany was his third wife. Yikes! And apparently, his first wife said that he owed her fifty thousand dollars, and that he had like kind of a shady past. And people warned Brittany about being involved with him just because everyone like heard like, oh, yeah, that guy, like he's a con man. He's shady. Like, don't get involved with that guy. He's like very like Weinstein looking like he's not a handsome fellow. And he was controlling. He was reportedly nicknamed in Hollywood Conjack. Oh, boy. Because he owed a bunch of people money. And he also had spent time in jail and he almost got deported. Back to he's uh, British, right? Yeah. Apparently, he came onto the set of the Lifetime movie, The Caller, that Britney was doing, and he was drunk. And people asked Britney to get him to leave, and she wouldn't. So she got fired. Oof. And so, but Britney's mom loved him. I'll say it a little bit early. After Britney's death, Britney's mom and Simon moved in together and started sleeping in the same bed. They say in an interview, uh, they speak openly about in an interview, and the mom is like, I just wanted comfort. We both needed comfort. We were like mourning. It wasn't romantic. But I'm like, you don't sleep in bed with your daughter's husband. That's not a comforting thing. That's romantic. There's no way around that. So one of my guesses is that maybe Brittany's mom and Simon were having some sort of relationship Uh some sort of romantic relationship and i don't know if britney knew that and that led her to drinking and drugging and eventually overdosing interesting or if you know they wanted to out her somehow and get money from her life insurance or something i don't know but it's just that is something to be said that the relationship between simon and uh, Brittany Murphy's mom was was bizarre and, and inappropriate. Yeah, this whole thing is so weird. Yeah. So that she lived with her mom and Simon in the Hollywood Hills. And they were apparently hoarders. And some of the windows were boarded, boarded up. So there was like mold and no airflow. And the bathroom was full of just like products, just like stacks and stacks of just like products everywhere. Like they were just hoarders. They had so much stuff. The weirdest thing about this is like right after she died, uh, Simon did a really in-depth interview with Radar Online. And he like let Radar into the house with a whole camera crew. And they like go through the bathroom and he's like, oh, yeah, this is where I found Brittany. This is where she was sitting last. This is where I found her slumped over in the bathroom. Like, this is the carpet that she was lying on. Do you want to feel it? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then he gives a tour of all the places that she was the last night um, she died. And then he's smoking a cigar throughout the whole oh, interview. Yes. 
which is insane. Um, and then he goes through her closet and he's like, these are all their cl- all the clothes. I should probably sell them or donate them. And then he like picks up like jeans and a jacket and was like, oh, she looks so cute in this. This was really cute. Like, isn't this a great jacket? Like, aren't these great shoes? And then in the bathroom again, he goes through some of the products that she has. And it's like, oh, this is the shampoo that she uses. It was really creepy and also lacked all empathy or sadness that his wife had died so bizarre. Like a or a few weeks ago. He was just, it was almost like you were in like Madame Tussauds wax yeah. museum or like the Hollywood museum and someone was giving you a tour. Like it was just such a weird fame money grab. It was really, really bizarre. That's so weird. Yeah. I saw stills of like, there's, if you Google her apartment, there's like stills from that shoot. Like, I wonder if it's still on YouTube. Piles of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, world exclusive video Brittany Murphy's husband shows the bathroom where she collapsed <laughs> yeah. March 22nd, 2010. That's like three months after she died. Cosmetics. Well, most of the cosmetics in line is I ended up having to buy them over the years for the hair and makeup. And this is the little doggy couch where she actually fell. She fell on Clara's chaise long. She was put on a side right here next to the chaise long. And then when the paramedics came in, they pulled her through here into the, uh, through the, one of the closets, um, into the main room. So, yeah, you're the first people to ever see the infamous bathroom. And, uh, it's crazy. It He's like walking through. Oh, well, yeah. today is a three month anniversary of her death. And before I saw you, I was actually with Sharon at, the grave and it's the first time i've come in here actually you don't use this bathroom anymore no no i don't use it at all i, I um had my own over there so yeah it's shocking okay so creepy dude that's weird yeah like who's like and this is where she passed out and then the ambulance took her out this way like it that would i would feel so much trauma if i saw the my, the love of the love of my life dead like i wouldn't be doing video tours of their death you wouldn't <laughs> so a few days before she died Brittany returned home from a movie in puerto rico and she was really sick like she had chest pains and a bad cough And the people on the movie said she was fired because she was disoriented. Her Hmm. bathroom breaks were too long and she kept forgetting her lines. Interesting. I wonder if she smoked. Can you smoke cocaine or do you smoke crack? I know you smoke crack. I think smoking cocaine is... No, it's called freebasing. (laughs) Oh, maybe she was freebasing cocaine. I don't know. I haven't, I've never smoked to cocaine. I've only I've never, it. Yeah, I've never smoked. Yeah, I've snorted it. So Snorted that sweet, sweet yay. Yeah. So you wonder if you could snort crack. What would that do? That'd probably kill I you. I think you could snort crack. If any one of our listeners have ever snorted crack, give us a, a send us <laughs> an email. Let us know. <laughs> um, so on 8 a.m. of December 20th, 2009, Brittany's mom called 911 and said, somebody's passed out somebody <laughs> yeah she said, somebody's passed out and so she bernie apparently felt collapsed in her bathroom and the ambulance showed up and the emt tried to resuscitate her and she was transported to the hospital where she died uh a couple hours later after going into cardiac arrest and she was 32 huh 
And so since she was so young, there were rumors around her death that she was smoking crack and that she had been fired oh by her talent manager and talent agent and manager. Yeah, my guess would be drugs and um, yeah. some sort of eating disorder. Um, so Simon requested an autopsy not to be done. Yeah. Which is weird because if my partner or anyone in my life dropped dead suddenly, I would want to know the causality of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He and her mom went on Larry King and his reasoning for not wanting the autopsy was this pristine body that was curvy in all the right places. Ew. Skin like silk. To have that cut open? So like, creepy. So creepy. You, you have sex with corpses, dude. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> this pristine body. Yeah, curves in all the right places. Ew. Disgusting. Coroner did one anyway, and the official cause of death was pneumonia, anemia, and a toxic cocktail of prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. uh, she had been sick at least two weeks. The coroner, Ed Winter, said... He had they taken her to the doctor or the hospital, it would have been treatable. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So there were drugs in her system. There were 14 different different drugs, different drugs, different drugs. Um, <laughs> some drugs were for Simon. Brittany also used false names to hide her identity at the pharmacy, including Lola Manilo. Brittany and her mom and Simon went to tons of different pharmacies to get drugs. In the home, there were 90 different prescriptions in Simon's name. Crazy. Yeah, it's uh, insane. They, were, they went and there were 90 pill bottles like next yeah. to uh, the bed. There was Clonopin. There was Topamax, which I'm on. It's an epilepsy oh. medication. It's also anti, so it's anti-seizure. And it's also, um, it's also like a weight loss medicine. If you take it in high dosages, uh, oh. it makes you not eat. So maybe that's why she was using it. It makes you naughty. <laughs> not eat. Not. Uh. Makes you naughty. It makes you naughty and not eat. Um, Propranolol, a beta blocker. Oh, propranolol. I've taken those. Beta blocker. Uh, I think I have two in the past. Four different benzos. Um, and the antibiotic biaxin, migraine pills, hydrocodone, cough medicine, and an over-the-counter nasal spray. Uh, the day she died, she had also taken Prozac as well as Vicoprofen to ease the pain from her period. She was also weakened by her period, the second in a month. Oh, no. Uh, which was causing anemia that cut her oh. red blood count to a quarter of normal. Oh, there were no signs weird. of an eating disorder. I don't know how you would know the signs of an eating disorder. I mean, she wasn't she severely underweight? Weird. I mean, with bulimia, I know you can tell because of like the teeth. Yeah. Like the ass. I mean, maybe with anorexia, there's ways to tell too. I just remember her being severely skinny. Yeah. Um, but I guess you can't make that determination yeah. for someone. Uh, late Friday afternoon of her final weekend, she made a doctor appointment for Monday, but she never got there. That's sad. Yeah. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. 
Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So then Simon died five months later on May 23rd, 2010, two months after he made that video, the Radar Online video, he died. Wow. And so Sharon, the mom, called 911 again. She was saying, my son-in-law stopped breathing. She was saying, baby, please wake up, baby, like calling him baby. Okay, like that's weird. Yeah. So the EMTs show up. He's in the bed. They see tons of prescriptions on each table on either side of the bed. One side had bottles for Sharon in the name of Sharon Monjack. Oh, my so God. So that was a name she was using at the pharmacy. And on the other table, on the other side of the bed, were all of Simon's bottles. And she said they shared a bed because they were comforting each other after Brittany's death. Like, I understand... No, Melissa. People do weird things after people die when, like, people form weird relationships, like codependent relationships, but sharing a bed. And calling your your daughter's husband baby baby, and then taking his last name. It's it's peculiar. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, So apparently Simon died of pneumonia and anemia. That is so weird. They considered that it was toxic mold in the house as a cause for death, but it was dismissed by the coroner who found no indications of mold. That's always what, when I hear about Brittany Murphy's death, I always thought it was like mold, mold in the house. She died from, because how could they have died similar ways, like months apart? But the mom thinks it was mold. 
So apparently this house they were in, the builders settled a lawsuit with her mom for $600,000. Like she sued the people who built the house because if the house wasn't moldy, that should have been easy to prove. So the builders just settled a lawsuit with her because apparently they didn't want to go to court because maybe they would have found mold, you know? <gasps> so that's why I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm looking at the causes of anemia. So it's it's a deficiency in red blood cells. So gastrointestinal conditions, including ulcers, hemorrhoids, gastritis, um, or oh. cancer, inflammation of the stomach. From all those pills. Or eating disorders. Yeah, or all the pills could be could be definitely wearing, uh, giving you ulcers or wearing uh, yeah. away at your intestines and your stomach. Then vita- vitamin deficiencies, specifically B12. So if they're not, if they are malnourished in any way. Lead poisoning. Oh. Lead paint. Or if your food gets into contact with some sort of pottery that has lead. So I wonder if maybe they tested at all their house for lead paint, a diet without enough iron, certain drugs, food, and caffeinated drinks, Crohn's disease. Because it makes sense that Brittany had anemia. She was having her period like twice a month. So I wonder if they tested their stomach. Okay, advanced kidney disease. So I wonder if they could have had hepatitis. Hepatitis. Oh, but would that have shown up on Brittany's autopsy? Do they test for I mean, I'm sure it would. I I wonder. I don't know, because I was just thinking if you are potentially a drug user, maybe you could contract hepatitis or something, and then hepatitis can lead to anemia. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just spitballing. Okay, continue. Sorry. So the weird thing about the house is that the mom lived in the house for two years more after Brittany died. If she was claiming like mold in the house, mold in the house, wouldn't you move out immediately? Yeah, I would get out. So Brittany's dad, who was like not in the picture, just like all of a sudden came back in and was like, I want her hair tested. I want her hair sent to a lab. And he claimed... A toxicology report showed poisoning by heavy metals from hair samples. Oh, lead, probably lead for anemia. But those were proved to be from hair dye is what it could have been from. But that's like kind of inconclusive. I wonder if the mom maybe killed them both or something. So then there was a foundation in January 2010. Brittany's mom and Simon Monjack established the Brittany Murphy Foundation. Obviously, this was before Simon died. Yeah. A charitable fund for children's arts education, as well as supporting the USO and cancer research. The foundation was launched on February 4th, 2010 at a fundraising event at the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills. After uh, a record search revealed that the foundation not-for-profit status had not been filed, the foundation refunded any donations received, a.k.a. it was a scam. Yeah. In an official letter on the foundation's website, they stated that in an effort to get the foundation set up as quickly as possible, they had established it as a private foundation with plans to ap- apply for non- non-profit status later. However, they said that they had decided to wait until the foundation's nonprofit status was approved before going any further in order to truly honor Murphy and the foundation's charitable goals. It sounds fishy. Yeah, for sure. On November 10th, 2013, the Brittany Murphy Foundation was officially relaunched by her father, Angelo Bertolotti. As of September 2018, the Brittany Murphy Foundation appears to be uh, defunct. Like her dad 
came in like years later and was like, yeah, yeah, I'll start this foundation. But her dad was like shady. He was part of the mob. Like he probably was just in it for the money. Well, I feel almost my gut instinct is that like, I think her dad's kind of like a reformed good guy because he was in jail. Like maybe he was, I mean, I've probably been watching too many jail documentaries, (laughs) but I feel like Simon, Simon was a, yeah, I feel like Simon was a bad guy and a scam artist. And then finally, like Brittany Murphy dies and he's like, oh my God, what happened to my daughter? Like I've been absent her whole life, like test her hair. Let's figure out what happens. And then he's like, oh, God, now this charity they made in her name is a scam. I'll take it over. And then he's like, I don't know what to do with a charity nonprofit. And then you just kind of let it let it whittle out. You know, like he's like, I don't know how to run a charity. Yeah, that's possible, too. Brittany's friend, Julia Davis, became a whistleblower about terrorists being let into the country. This is a weird turn. <laughs> there, what? What? There was going to be a huge court case about it. And Brittany was going to be a witness. She was super paranoid. Brittany was super paranoid about it. The mom was paranoid, too. And they were worried that airplanes and helicopters were watching them. So they had installed all these cameras um, in their house with security guards and stuff. This was prior to their death. This is like her friend, Julia Davis. I mean, could potentially be mentally ill. But she was like, yeah, well, I was about there was a court case and Brittany was going to testify to be a witness in this thing. And like, maybe she was killed and maybe this, but it's like, so she's implied that like Brittany Murphy was killed by terrorists yes, because she was, she was about yes. to disclose their location. Like Brittany Murphy was like killed by ISIS. Yes. That's what she, so that's a crazy okay. theory that's out there. Just wanted to throw yeah. that out there. <laughs> and then there's some other theories. Yeah, so what are some of these? Well, this is one that you already brought up that the mom killed Brittany because she was talking about having an affair, or she was having an affair with Simon. Brittany and Simon were talking about having a baby and moving to New York, and the mom was jealous because she's like, oh no, they're going to push me out of their life. They this can't have me. Yeah, this <laughs> thruple, they're going to push me out. So the mom was jealous, and so she potentially killed Brittany. Wow, that's weird. And then maybe like Simon finally was like, "Hey, I want to, I want to date young babes." And then, um, and then, well, there is an interview. Did you see that interview with Simon's mom? Where Simon, no. so they 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 say to Simon's mom, um, like, "Hey, were Simon and Brittany's mom having an affair?" And Simon's mom is like, "Simon dates young, beautiful women." Um, oh. So, what do you think? Um, implying that no, Britney's mom isn't beautiful or young. So they refute, refuted that they were having an affair, but maybe, maybe Simon like got a girlfriend or got a crush on someone and then Britney's mom killed Simon. Oh, too. So it was like a double murder. I don't know. Also, these are all allegations. Yeah. <laughs> Or not allegations, uh, allegedly. allegedly. This is all allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah, this is all allegedly. Um, what are some more? Well, there's a theory that Simon was Britney's drug dealer. Well, that that seems for sure. That was like the basis of the relationship. Yeah. Also, there's they had CPAP machines, which is for um, like sleep apnea or like breathing machines. Weird. And possi- they possibly had mold in them. In Britney's, and so maybe Simon oh. used hers after she died and oh, had mold maybe. in it, so he was breathing in mold. Yeah, that'll do it. That's like a theory that I've read on the internet. Mold is terrifying, dude. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I've, I just telling you guys yesterday about all that fungus mold in my backyard. Yeah. Silent killer. It was on these leaves. So- sooty mold. I had to wash yeah. up all these leaves yesterday. It was gross. When I moved into my last apartment, um, I opened up the fan or like the air conditioner and it was filled with black mold. No. <gasps> yeah. And it was I like wrote a window a- air conditioner. Yeah. And I wrote like a pointed letter to my landlord because I told him in person, he was like, just clean it out. It's not my responsibility to clean out the air conditioner. Yeah, it is. I took pictures of it and I sent him a letter and I was like, hi, under under tenant law, <laughs> like sometimes I pretend I'm a lawyer. Point 420. <laughs> 420. <laughs> it is your responsibility to clean out this or these are, or you are liable for blah, blah, blah. It's honestly my favorite thing. You can go on the internet and figure out what law it is. And then you write that in the letter. That's how I got my security deposit back from uh, one of my old apartments. Because yeah, they, that's what you they, have to do. They were like, oh, well, we had, there was a cleaning fee and there was a painting fee. But if they don't send it back within a few months, like you can sue them. Yeah. So like I sent them a letter that was like, just like a fake official letter. And they sent me my security deposit back in full. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Also, also you can say, hello, this is the assistant for Allison Siegel. Yes. Or hello, this is the representation for yes. Allison Siegel. And like, they don't know. Like you just, I, I mean, it's lying. Like it's probably bad karma and I'm probably not supposed to do it because I'm supposed to be rigorously honest. But sometimes you just got to get, you got to get your people money don't back. Listen to women. Yeah. The people right. like it. Sometimes the meat isn't in the Instacart, but then it is. <laughs> yeah. He was going to say, where's the beef? Where's and the then beef? you say, here there it is, is, baby. Right there, but it wasn't on the receipt. There is a greyhound being walked outside and it's wearing a t-shirt. Well, I don't see anything weird about and that. And I can't see what the t-shirt says. It might say service animal, but it's really cute. I don't know. Huh. One of those days, right? Okay. So uh, Simon died while awaiting heart surgery. He was supposed to get heart surgery. Apparently, he had some sort of issue with his heart. That apparently, he had like an appointment. He was awaiting heart surgery. Weird. And Brittany's brother uh, thinks that she was murdered. Uh, in 2019, he made some fresh claims. Uh, her half-brother, Tony... Refuses to believe that the American actress lost her life to drugs. This is on News Hub. And then the brother is saying, no, he thinks that she was murdered. Uh, Sharon Murphy was reportedly, the mom was present at both the daughter and husband's deaths. That's true. Common denominator. Yeah. Uh, It was believed Murphy had too many drugs and not enough food. He says, the brother says, you have to go back to the money. Uh oh. Um. So he says, "Whoever's got the money knows the truth." So I wonder who got their life insurance. Now, whatever happened to Brittany Murphy's mom? It says Sharon Murphy reportedly disappeared from the limelight following Monjack's death and hasn't been in contact with anyone since. Wow. Well, she's probably taking. She probably got life insurance money from Brittany. Maybe she got life insurance money from Simon as well. Yeah. Murphy's mother inherited through her estate through Monjack, who died. Oh, she got that six hundred thousand dollars settlement from the builders of the house, so she got that. Okay, money. so she got that. She got uh, Brittany's estate, and then <gasps> Brittany's Murphy's mom sold her personal items on auction. Ew! Even sold sold her jeans, her dresses, even her passport for thousands of dollars on an auction site. Ew! Ugh. 
let us know what you guys think or if you guys have any details or ideas about this. Yeah. Oh, uh, and just so you guys know, uh, there is a sale and we just dropped some really cute new merch. Yeah. Um, we have stuff for kids. We have Christmas ornaments. We have some new sweatshirts that Melissa and I both bought. Hell yeah. Um, and we have a mask. We have some uh, quarantine yes. COVID masks, a Bigfoot mask. Uh, maybe I'll make some more today. Uh, so you guys can stay safe out there. LA is un- under another lockdown. It's uh, legal for us. Uh, we got a really confusing order. It's illegal for us to walk on the street. <laughs> but the parks are still open. So <laughs> it's the confusing. Parks and trails are still Very open. confusing. Um, so go to... <laughs> do... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry, I was just going to... I'm sorry. I was gonna get... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> go. Where's the beef? Web- webcrawlerspod.com uh, or hothorse.horse to buy our products. And everything's 20% off automatically taken up off. Till, up till the holidays. Up till Christmas. Uh, so, yeah, so you can do... Or Hanukkah. So you can or do uh, your shopping. Uh, Maria, yeah? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, now that the, there's no more Web Crawlers episodes until next Tuesday, you could go check out the new season of The Big Ones, which is an which is also an Erio show. Oh, right. And that's my other podcast. And we just started up a new season. And we've got Kobe Smolders and Johnny Mays are our first uh, guests. And check it out. It's really fun. We talk about moral quandaries. Like, would you would you kill a kill a baby to save a village? <laughs> so go check that out. Would you eat muffins for the rest of your life if it may? You didn't have you to. Didn't Did have you to ever? To have you ever actually discussed that one? Well, no, because I would eat muffins every day for the rest of my life, no matter what. Right. It's I not even. I, a I question. already do that. Yeah, that's true. And then if we're plugging things uh, for the holidays, if you want to get a gift certificate for a friend for uh, Reiki or tarot or like life coaching, or if you want like New Year, New You. New Year, New You. New Year, New You. You can go to um, higherselfhealers.com and uh, sign up for tarot or or life coaching or Reiki with me. Um, and Hell I would yeah. love to work for you, with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to promote my podcast web crawlers that's this podcast so if you know listen to this podcast (laughs) if you want to somehow this episode is like an hour long um (laughs) you're welcome our longest episode ever um all right well darn tootin that's it i hope everyone has a great day um i am ali siegel i am melissa stettin and I'm Maria Where's the Beef Blasucci. <laughs> I'm going to make a Where's the Beef shirt. It's in the bag. The beef is in the basket. <laughs> it's in the bag. Uh, the beef has been found. The beef <laughs> has been... Houston, we have a problem. Beef. Houston, we found the beef. Houston, <laughs> we found, we found the, beef. the beef. We found the beef. Um, Alrighty. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Powered by ACAS. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. 
What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.